Hi, I'm Jen Turner, and I'm a psychic medium. Hi, I'm Nadia Thorman, and I'm like the Ryan Seacrest to her Teresa Caputo. And we're here to have a normal conversation about weird stuff. Welcome to The Soul Spot. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Um, you guys, episode five. What? This is so cool. Um, thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for your questions. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for telling a friend. For the five stars. It's all so great. Um, we're going to kick off today's episode with Jen's reading of the week. Okay. Thanks, guys. Um, we're going to do reading of the week and then we're going to get into um, Claire's and like all about the Claire's and what they are. So very exciting episode. Um, so just to kind of start with reading of the week, uh, that's the segment that you guys have been kind of asking for and wanting more information on. The scoop. Yeah. So These are um, fun stories. So yeah, I wanted to pull one because last time I think I did a like intuitive medium one and then this week I'm just, I'm going to talk about one that was... Um, that was more of like a medium one. So um, I have a repeat client who I absolutely love. Um, and father has recently passed away, unfortunately. And um, and so she usually comes to me for intuitive stuff. And then this one was obviously like a little different. She wanted some intuitive, but uh, that's just how we started. And then it ended up like opening up to her dad. And it was really cool. And again, like broke my own rule of the three months. Um, it had been shorter period of time than that. It was probably around like three weeks, I would say. So it was still like a really fresh wound. But her and I, again, like have developed that trust and that relationship. And um, so anyways, I was able to connect with him. And it was just incredible, like wonderful messages coming through. And I think what's really cool is we're obviously never, we're, we're never going to know exactly what happens on the other side. Right. But I can tell you the way that it feels. And it feels like when we cross over, we kind of get the full book. Whereas here we get like a chapter of it. Right. So Uh, I like that. So we're able to like see everything a little bit differently. Like the spirits come through and, um, and this one in particular came through in a way that was like really taking accountability for a lot of things that he kind of let her down on, like Mm. in, in real life, you know, and those are so emotional. And of course, like I have my own daddy issues. So it was like, it's super hard for me, but, um, also like incredibly healing and beautiful. And I think as a medium, as an intuitive, as just like a soul, anybody like not even doing this work, it's like you use your own pain. And, and I think that when you've gone through those experiences, it makes you understand people in such a different way, you know? So, um, and like that empathy comes through. So it was like, I mean, I, I just was feeling all of it for her. And so it ended up being like incredibly beautiful. And then we picked up some things for, um, her sister who is struggling right now. Mm -hmm. And, um, and like he was giving me some really good information about like her and like her journey. So it was, it felt like a wonderful reading because there was a lot of healing, but also there was like a lot of guidance for that. Like we could take now, like some action things that we could do now to help us like in the future. So, um, so it was beautiful. And, um, 
again, got like loving messages like after from her of like how wonderful it was. And it was just, it was so emotional. Like that was one that I came in and I was like, I need a minute. Like I need to like decompress all of that because it was, it was heavy, but it was beautiful. Wow. I love that. And I love all these stories, um, of healing, uh, because I think that is uh, a gift so many people get from these readings from you. And I think that's why you have these repeat clients, um, because it is a really beautiful gift to yeah. be able to connect like that. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, we're going to get into our main topic and that is the Claire's. And this is something, um, Jen has always use these phrases with me but they don't really stick because I feel like they're definitely not in our normal vernacular and they're not like unless you're really um reading them or understanding them it's hard to kind of remember but um the gist of it is uh as a medium you can receive messages from many different senses is that accurate yes exactly. and they all have names and it's just kind of like a label for the different ways you could receive a message and um, as Jen said before it's not limited to her or just you know people with the label medium Um, her and many other mediums are always saying everybody can do this and it's just kind of if you want to recognize where your gifts are and where you put the time in to connect um, so that's really cool. And Jen's going to kind of give us the Claire 101 rundown right now. Perfect. Thank you. So, yeah, I think these are important to know for anybody and especially anybody who's developing their gifts and anybody who wants to be more in touch with their intuition or um, like psychic abilities, mediumistic abilities, like all of it. This is what you use. Um, so just the, the vocabulary, I think when people know that there's a term for it makes it more tangible and it makes it something that they can focus on and develop a little bit easier. Um, so the Claire's like, I'm going to go over the ones that I know. So clairvoyance is probably the most popular one that people know and have heard of. Like we've heard the phrase clairvoyant. So clairvoyance is clear seeing And when I talk about clear seeing for myself, like this is one of my primary clairs that I use. And when I talk about clairvoyance for myself, it's like seeing in the mind's eye. So it's not seeing like the physical person, like objectively, like sitting next to you, taking shape. It's, it's seeing in the mind's eye. Would you liken it to your imagination? Yes. That's a, that's a great way. Okay. That's a great way of putting it. So Um, so listeners out there, like I, I always kind of say this for my readers, but this is like a good kind of way for you guys to understand what people experience and how you can experience, um, like psychic abilities and medium abilities is if you think about your last birthday, right? Think about your last birthday, like how, got it, got it. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) So like, how old were you turning? Who was there? Like, think about what we did during your, I know your last birthday, so I'm laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Oh, we don't need to talk about it. (laughs) There may have been a little bit of fireball involved. That's all I'm going to say. So if you think about like your last birthday and you remember who's there and like giving them a hug or blowing out your birthday candles or people singing to you or whatever it is, when you remember it, are you seeing it? Yes. That's clairvoyance. Got it. Okay. That's clairvoyance. So it's like, it's that feeling of like those flashes of images and it's not going to be necessarily even in sequential order. 
right? Like right. when I just told you, like think right. about who was there. Like it might be snippets of like, oh, I saw like Sean at the end of the night and then I saw, you know, Megan at the beginning of the night. Like it doesn't need to go in nor- like right. normal order because that's not the way the brain organizes And you might not it. remember every detail. Exactly. Like I don't know what I was wearing really off the top of my head. Right. Exactly. So it's like those are the those are the things, right? So that's like how um, that's how clairvoyance works. Okay. And um, and so as a medium, like what I would do is I'll I let those impressions come in, and I let that like those like imprints come into my mind, and then I let like spirit kind of take me to where I need to go from there. Like focus in on what's important uh, of that visual. I remember um, you were talking about this um, in terms of like it being important that people validate uh, by saying, yes, that makes sense, right? So, um, for example, if you got an image of a picnic at a beach and, um, you know, then you talked about a, a a ball, a beach ball someone's throwing around and someone said, yes, that makes sense, that could lead you to further details about that event, right? That's exactly right. And so that's why it's important for people to validate when it is correct. Because otherwise I'm going to move on. Right. And then like maybe there's something, a significant message in that beach ball, in that picnic, right? Like someone's birthday or whatever and you need to like get there, but you can't get there if they're not giving you the go ahead. Yes, that's exactly right. Right. And I'll give you an example of this, which was kind of cool. During a workshop that I took, we were blindfolded. And did readings blindfolded. And um, they couldn't talk to us. So the only... So they couldn't validate anything. The only thing that they could do was validate by touching my knee once if it was yes. Or touching my knee once if it was no and twice if it was yes. Okay. And that was the only form of communication that I could have. Wow. And so it's really trusting spirit, right? Right. It's like totally trusting. Like, I'm not getting visual cues. I don't know if this is a male or a female. I have no idea. Yeah. And so, um, so opening up and during this exercise, I got that, um, that this would be like a sister to the person. And I'm, I was assuming the person was female. Okay. And so it was like a sister. And, um, and then I got that there would be a baby shower or some sort of like baby shower or like hosting something. And she gave me a no. And I'm like, okay, uh, we're like hosting somewhere because I'm getting this flash and I'm like, I'm hosting, I'm hosting people at the house. This would be important. And I'm like, I, and it's a no. And I'm like, okay, I'm pouring punch and she hits me twice. And I'm like, it's the punch bowl. It's a crystal punch bowl. It was like your aunt's crystal punch bowl that was like given to your sister. And it was like all this like meaning in a crystal punch bowl, but it was, so if she kept, if like, if I was doing this real time, I would have given up on the, yeah. I would have given up on that message, yeah. you know, but it ended up being like very cool and like really important piece that was like handed down or whatever. That's cool. And like, that was like on all the baby showers and all the things. It's so. pretty fascinating how, how you get to those messages, right? Like, I mean, I, it's, it's just not common sense. No, it, well, it's like charades. <laughs> it really is like charades because you're like describing the scene, right? Yeah. So it's like. You're describing like uh, we're at a restaurant. You're right. blowing out a candle, yeah. And it's like, no, I'm not focusing on that. I'm focusing right. on like the purse that's next to you or whatever it right. is. It's like I have to pick up on like where they're bringing my attention to in that scene. Wow, it's it's fascinating. Um, so it's clairvoyance. Clair audience is clear hearing, which I always tell you that that is your primary clair. I mean, I hear things, you guys. Sometimes <laughs> I don't think I'm crazy, but. <laughs> You have been like this since I met you. Yeah, I have. I really have. 
Like, that's where it comes. Like, you yeah. hear things, and to be honest, it's, like, the one that I wish I had. Like, yeah. it is, like, the most beautiful gift because you can't get it wrong. Like, when you hear yeah, it's a pretty, me- It's pretty freaking clear. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's different. Yeah. It's, like, you can't get it wrong. Like, yeah. you're hearing a song or you're hearing words said or you're hearing phrases or mm-hmm. whatever. It's, like, when you get that, like, you can't get that message wrong. It's and pretty it's, black and white. It's so black and white and yeah. it's, like, beautiful. Mm-hmm. I get it, like... Five percent of the time, or like it's so interesting, of the time. Yeah, but it just it. goes. It kind of just goes back to what you're saying about how like you're born with naturally these certain gifts, right? Yeah. To yep. your senses, um, and then you can work on other things. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, so Nadia hears things. She's heard instruments um, playing. She's heard people knocking, knocking, talking to her. Heard very poignant messages in my ear. <laughs> But say my name. Yeah. And I'm not schizophrenic. <laughs> Nothing against schizophrenic, but. No, I mean, I, it's it's cool. Like, I think that you're, you know, I always have told this to you, but it's like, you're, you just, you would just need to like open up to it. Yeah. Like, I just you, haven't you keep spent it the time with it. Yeah. Yeah. You I keep do. It closed. And so they literally come knocking. Li- literally. <laughs> They're like, open up. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a cool one. Sometimes like I'll get songs and that's awesome. Um, and um, and sometimes I'll get like a phrase or like, and it just feels like a very poignant phrase, yeah. but, um, but yeah. And then, so but my primary is clairvoyance. And then, um, another primary of mine is clairsentience and clairsentience is clear feeling. Okay. And so that is, um, that's honestly like, this is the one that I think everybody has. Like, I think that everybody kind of can get there with this. Is this, um, related to like gut feelings? It is. It's like gut feelings and like when I'm doing a medium reading, it'll be, I'm going to blend like my energy with their energy. That's like how I visualize it. So I'm going to like blend my energy into their energy and like feel what they're feeling. And when I can do that, I know I'm in. Mm -hmm. When I can do that, I know I've got the person and Mm -hmm. I know who I am and I know like what they're feeling and the emotions and the history and all of it. So it's like, I rely on that a lot of like how it feels and I'll feel it in my body. Like if somebody passed through the heart, like I'll feel that or like stomach pain, I'll feel like, and it's not like super painful. Don't worry. It's just like, it'll bring my attention to that area, like clear feeling of myself. So it's like, um, I don't want to totally get off on a tangent, but, um, one of my favorite things that you've said, uh, in terms of like how you connect is you called it your magic eye. Yeah. And it's like, you guys remember those um, pictures from the 90s, late 80s, early 90s, the magic eye books where you stare at it long enough and then the 3D image comes out. And I thought that's such a great metaphor for like when you're there, it's like yes. you're, you're you're there, right? But you talking about right now, like feeling your energy into someone yeah. else kind of reminded me about like, I'm like, oh, that's like another magic eye, That's right? exactly it. It's like, you're just like, it's just such, it's such an accurate metaphor because I literally, I'm like, oh, I get that. So I get that. Yeah. You know? So those magic eye posters, you guys are the ones that like are an abstract image or whatever. And then you have to stare hard enough at like a certain angle. And then like you see the like boat in it or whatever the image is, that secondary image that's kind of like 3d that pops out. And I said that to you, I think you were the first person that I yeah. said that to. And I was like, that's what it feels like because all of a sudden you're in and it's like, I will look once you're in that magic eye, once you're in that level of consciousness, 
Like I was walking around the lake where I love to do readings and I saw like a car sitting there and I was like, I know that he, like, I'm looking at this car and I'm like, I know that he taught you to drive and I know that you guys fixed up, fixed up this car together. And I know that it was a red car and I know like all this stuff. And it was like, yes, yes, yes. And I look back, I'm like, oh, that car wasn't even red. But like in this weird magic eye, once you're in it, it's like you're just seeing things from this like weird perspective where you're like, oh, like everything kind of is given to you in this like meaningful way. Yeah. And so it does kind of feel like a a different dimension in a way, you know, totally. that you get to. And um and yeah. So so these are ways, like using your clairs are ways to get into that magic eye. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, the clear feeling's awesome. I think so many people have that. And if you ever are practicing, like, for, for new mediums, because I know we have a few that are, uh, like, our listeners, which is so cool. Um, if you go to your heart space, like, if you go into your heart when you're, like, trying to connect with someone and you allow yourself to feel it, you're in. Yeah. Like, it is the biggest tip. Like, every medium will tell you that. Like, all you need to do is, like, feel, like, their heart. Like, how are they feeling? And then you're in. And mm-hmm. then they're going to give you more. Um, but it's the submissive part that's really hard is like to allow yourself to surrender to right, that feeling. Right. And that usually is the block. And then there's clear scent, which is just clear, clear smelling. Um, you've done that before. I've done that, which was like not, I mean, I've gotten it a couple times. Yeah. I, I think a pro, like a huge one for people that I hear all the time from, from people I do readings with is that they smell them, is that they smell their perfume. Right. Smell their I've cologne. heard that so much. Yep. And so yeah. that's what that's called. So that's just like clear scent and it's, awesome and it's so cool and I get cigarettes a lot like Mm -hmm. I get like cigarette smoke a lot I get perfume a lot yeah um and then one time which was like the weirdest um was that I could smell like actual vomit which Um, is so weird yeah but um but it was very validating to the person I was doing the reading for so it was like okay you know but it was like weird and I could like taste it too and I was like okay yeah um so, so anyways, yeah, so clear scent and then clear tangency is like touching, like, and it's weird because I was thinking about it when I was like making the notes for this podcast. I'm like, I don't think I've ever used that, but maybe I have because. I'm actually not familiar with this one. Yeah. It's like clear touching. It's like you can feel something like you can feel that it was like soft or you can feel that it was like velvety or it was like to the touch. And I, I don't think it's used as much. Yeah. And so I was just trying to think of if I used it, if I've ever used that. And the only thing that I can say is that lately, I think I told you this, but like lately spirit's been use, making me use my hands. And if you guys have done readings with me, like I use my hands constantly. I use my hands when I talk just normally mm-hmm. and I use my hands a ton when I'm doing like readings. But so there was one recently, I think I told you this, where I thought I had a pen in my hand. Oh, weird. And so I was like, oh, I'm like writing, I'm writing an S shape. I'm writing an S shape. And I kept doing that with my hand and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing with my hand. I'm writing. I'm like, oh, I'm sewing. Oh, cool. And I was like, oh, I'm sewing. And she's like, she was a seamstress. Wow, that's really And cool. I was like, oh my gosh, like that is so cool. I've never, I never used that before. Right. You know? And I think, again, it's just like as a medium, like developing the gifts of being able to like surrender your body and surrendering your soul to like blend with theirs to get messages through. And it's like, so it was so cool. Cause like if you take your hand, like your, your thumb, Nadia's seeing me do right now, and your index mm-hmm. finger, like, writing S and S back and forth, like, it's that motion. Yeah. So, um, so then, yeah, so, I mean, I guess that's the closest thing to, like, clear touching that I've gotten, which isn't, like, exactly it, but. <laughs> that's pretty cool, though, I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's kind of like your hand just had a little life of its own. <laughs> right. 
Um, and then clear gustance is clear, um, or is clear tasting. So clear gustance is clear tasting. And then um, clear cognizance is uh, clear knowing. And that's what we talked about last time. Right. That like really tricky word of yeah. clear. You can be clear cognizant mm-hmm. or you can have clear cognizance. Either way, it's a tongue twister. <laughs> it's that's really what, hard to so say. So you need to know. <laughs> um, and that's clear knowing. And I think, again, like clairsentient is probably one that so many people have and use and clear cognizance is probably and so the clear knowing um goes back to kind of intuitive right yeah like just knowing that this was going to happen to you when you went to work today just knowing that you know yeah whatever yeah (laughs) like knowing like knowing a name or knowing that this person had this for lunch or whatever it is like you just know these things and um and that is something that people um like a lot of actually a lot of our community has reached out saying that's something that they have like they'll just know something and it's like they can't tell how they know they just know yeah and it's like so again like my tip for people who have this is to just know where they feel it mm-hmm. and because that does matter it's like is it like in your head you just like got it like because sometimes it does feel just like a little like download of a nugget in your head um, well, I know you've said before that when you get um, messages from spirit, it's kind of by the back of your head, right? So when I get messages from, it, like, during a medium read? Is during a medium read. During yeah. a medium read, it's, like, to the side of me. Okay. Um, and I'll always feel them. I always start with them, like, on my left side for some reason. I okay. don't know why, but that's, like... It's where they come through. That's where they come through. Like, I feel mm-hmm. them on the left side of me, like, kind of, like, my upper, like, behind my shoulder mm-hmm. on the left side. And then you say when you get um, a psychic hit from spirit, it's kind of more in the front, right? Yeah, it's in my gut. It's okay. in my stomach. Got it, got it. It's like in the front, like um, like really kind of like by the belly button. Yeah. Like I'll feel it there. And um, and it, it is just that like kind of like sinking feeling. Like, you know, like where you when you lose your stomach or something like that, it's like right there. Right. Wow, that is fascinating. Um, before we wrap this up, is that all the Claire's? Yeah, that's okay. it. Before we wrap this up and move on to soul science, our fun new segment, I just want to um, say to you, Jen, that um, when you're talking about getting to the place of love, yeah, it's so cool and it's so true. Um, I felt that feeling before when you've read me, mm-hmm. and I've felt it on my own since then when so cool. I'm thinking about a loved one. It's actually... Um, I think a fairly easy place to get to when you're in the right space and it is beautiful and overwhelming and you know, you're, you will know you're feeling it because there's no doubt that that's what it is. It's just an overwhelming feeling of love Yes, and it is really beautiful. So I just wanted to say that. No, it's so cool. One day Nadia will be doing this and I'll be asking (laughs) her the question. We'll see. We'll see. All right, guys, so for our soul science, um, I found this really cool study on Science Daily, and the study took place in November of 2019, so pretty recent, and it's titled, How Meditation Can Help You Make Fewer Mistakes. I think this is really cool. So it took place at Michigan State University, and the summary is... New research tested how open monitoring meditation altered brain activity in a way that suggests increased error recognition, which is a fancy way of saying you make less mistakes when you meditate. Uh. Okay, so 
Um, If you're forgetful or make mistakes when you're in a hurry, a new study from Michigan State University, the largest of its kind to date, found that meditation could help you to become less error prone. The research published in Brain Sciences tested how opening monitoring meditation or meditation that focuses on awareness on feelings, thoughts or sensations as they unfold in one's mind or body altered brain activity in a way that suggests increased error recognition. The participants who had never meditated before were taken through a 20-minute open monitoring meditation exercise while researchers measured brain activity through an EEG. They then completed a computerized distraction test. The EEG can measure brain activity at a millisecond level, so we got precise measures of neural activity right after the mistakes compared to the correct responses. These Whoa. It's really cool, you guys. These findings are a strong demonstration of what just 20 minutes of meditation can do to enhance the brain's ability to detect and pay attention to mistakes. It makes us feel more confident in what mindfulness meditation might really be capable of for performance and daily function right there in the moment. While meditation and mindfulness have gained mainstream interest in recent years, Lynn is among a relatively small group of researchers that take a neuroscientific approach to assessing their psychological and performance effects. And um, they kind of talked about further, I'll wrap it up there, but um, how they want to do more of these studies. So cool. And I think it's really cool because it's, it's, it's literally measurable, right? Right, right. Um, you, it's like science. You can't kind of, you know, it's like this is, this is, real, this is the real deal. Um, so I thought it was really cool. I love it Another so much. Another amen to meditation. I love it so Mary. much. The only thing is, is that like I lose my keys and my phone like hours. Same, 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 same. <laughs> and I meditate a lot. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, no, but that's so cool. I do think though it goes to like I've actually been thinking about this a lot this week because you know, last episode we were talking about being overscheduled or last time we like did these, like yes. we were talking about overscheduled and everything. And I'm like, I am like the worst actually at that. Like yeah. I overschedule myself constantly. 100%. And I and I'm like I'm preaching this, right? But, like, I'm not living it. Like, I am so overscheduled. I'm so worn thin. Like, and again, I'm an Enneagram 3. I do it to myself and I, like, like it. But it's weird because we live in this world where it's, like, we're kind of adrenaline junkies. Mm -hmm. You know? Where it's, like, I'm going to, like, do all this stuff and, like, run off my adrenaline to get it done. It's really hard not to be, you know? Um, My, my, like, my instinct is to not be because... I, like, really want to take a moment and enjoy life. Yeah. You're um, so good at, like, that. Like, you literally stop and smell the roses. Yeah, I try <laughs> to because it's, it's kind of who I am. But at the same time, I do have um, ambition. And then I do feel this weird pressure from, like, the, like, zoom, 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 zoom. You know, it's yeah. like, it's like oh, you have a free hour? Like, you better go do yeah. all this important, all these important things. And, like, what are you wasting time for? So... I definitely um, kind of feel it like as a guilt, like that's constant. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's uh, it's hard to make that conscious effort, but yeah, I think meditation's in the right direction. And then also, yeah, stopping to smell the roses. I mean, I've been thinking about it so much because I was like, okay, we are hosting this podcast about like wellness, and I need to really like take my own advice about not scheduling myself so much. Yes, and 
sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. No. But um, I was going to say, and I'll, we'll talk about it more probably next week, but um, I've been thinking a lot about gratitude and gratitude practices. Yeah. Uh, how it all ties into that to this world, right? Um, and it really is just about taking those moments. Like if you're driving in the car and it's a beautiful day and you are healthy and you yeah. have things to be thankful for, think about that. Totally. All those thoughts are real and that translates into your physical body, right? Right. Into your mood, into your mental health. Like I really try to do that, you know, as much as I'm doing a lot of things wrong, I feel like I really try to do that. No, I mean, I think you've always like, that is your soul nature and I mean, I remember working at like Nordstrom, which is like not close to the beach. And you'd be like, let's just go to the beach for lunch. I'm always, I'm always looking for a reason to go to the beach. <laughs> and I'm like, that's like really far. <laughs> Except it's not. <laughs> it's fine. We'll take it to our lunch. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, I mean, I think that you've always had that in yeah. you and I like always appreciate that so much, but, but yeah, I mean, and I also think that there's like that, that study kind of reminds me of the fact that, um, you can actually get more done in, t- in like, peacefulness than you can off, like, your adrenaline. Uh, 100%. And it's, but it's, like, it really is kind of this, like, ass-backwards way of looking at it because I'm, like, let's go, 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 go. Here's a minute. I'm going to do this. I'll just have another cup of coffee. It's fine. We'll just keep going. And, like, I, I do that to myself. Well, when I'm productive, I'm really sloppy. Okay? So I have two modes. I have, like, vacation mode, which yeah. is my daily life. You know, yeah. oh, you know, I'm, I'm kidding, but, but you know what I mean? Like I, I go into this mode of like smell the roses or if I'm getting things done, I'm like way too like haphazard about it. So, oh. um, I will like, like I did this week, I like went, I left the house and I forgot, um, my daughter's ballet shoes. Oh, yeah. And it's because I was trying to do everything yep. in my 30-minute break. Yep, yep, I was yep. trying to do, like, 10 things at yeah. once. And I shouldn't We're have. We're all guilty of that. I like. shouldn't have. I should have just done, like, three things. But I was trying to do all the things. And then I had to go back. So, basically, I, like, wasted an hour of my life going back home to get the shoes. Right. right. And, like, in reality, it's, like, all... It, there is, like, a patience that I have to have with myself and, like, with the universe and with the family of being like, okay, like deep breaths, like it's all right. We're going to get it all done. And like when you can slow it down, it is actually more efficient, but it just feels like counterintuitive in a way because you just want to like hurry up. But the meditation I think is like that article really attributes to that. I think what we're saying guys is slow down. Yeah. But like that meditation, (laughs) like that's like a perfect article. It's like there's science behind it that like you make less errors when you meditate and like when you come from that place, which makes perfect sense. Yes, yes, yes. All right, I think it's time for Ask the Medium. We have your questions. Keep them coming. These are amazing. We love them all. Um, Okay, so our first one comes to us from Autumn, who is in Rancho Santa Margarita, California. And Autumn says, How do you handle being a mom, wife, medium, and how do they overlap? Well, this is kind of on topic. It totally is. I mean, I don't <laughs> so know how weird. well I'm handling it. Um, I don't know. Like, I just, you just do, you know? Like, I think that it's prioritizing and, like, I'll always be a wife and mom first before anything else. That's the priority. And everything else can wait. So apologies to everybody who's waiting on an email or a text message back. Like, this is why. I've only got so many hours in the day and, and the priority is like those two little beings and my yeah. husband and, 
Um, and I think we talked before about like how it overlaps with my kids is that I'm like very, um, we, we talked a little bit about like the intuition and it bleeding into that. But, um, lately, especially from like the podcast and people hearing about us and, and there being kind of a recognition of me doing this work, I find myself incredibly protective over them, Mm. um, in a way of like, don't, don't put judgment on them. Or, you know, like, it's kind of weird. Not that I'm, like, a pole dancer at night. <laughs> like, it's like I'm doing, like, <laughs> I think meaningful work. Like, no judgment to those uh, trying to make ends meet. But it's like I'm I, – I, but I do feel like there's a recognition or a heightened awareness. And, and I get, like, a little protective over Well, that. that makes sense because you're doing something that's so vulnerable. Yeah. And you've said it before. It comes with judgment from a certain group of people. Yeah. And it's like – you know, whatever. But at the right. same time, it's like anytime you put yourself out there, you do feel that mama bear mm-hmm. instant kick in, right? Like, eh, don't, don't you come near my babies. <laughs> exactly. And it's even like a fine line for me. I mean, I'm terrible about like Instagram, but, but you know, posting things, I'm like, how much is like, I don't know how much I should be sharing about my kids. It's such you know? a weird world. It's like this weird fine line where I, I find myself super protective But as far as the time goes, like, I am incredibly lucky to have a husband who, like, encourages this work, and he does protect the time for me to do it, like, whatever it is. Like, he will drop it, and he will take the kids if, you know, like, last week it was raining and we couldn't go to the usual spot, and he's like, just have them here, and I'll take them out. So I feel, like, very blessed with that. I'll say one more thing to Autumn. Um, She's very organized. Oh, well, thank you. (laughs) She's really good about calendars and lists That's and true. things I that are like, like total. List they don't come that. naturally to me as much, but you're really good at that. So, Thank you. um, okay. Our next question comes to us from Sarah who lives in Norway. So fun. Okay. She's asking, how did you discover this path for yourself? Okay. Um, Well, I think that, like I said, a lot, everybody has it. And I think that everybody, um, a lot of you guys listening are probably now like coming for more familiar with the gifts that you have. Um, but I was really called to it, I think. And that sounds like cheesy, but I do think that like I was called to do this and, um, and it wasn't until, you know, like five years ago or whatever, when I was like, okay, I'm I'm like going all in, I'm going to go all in and see what happens and see like. I'm going to explore this because everything in my being feels like this is true. And like everything that I've like studied under mediums and like read and watched, I'm like, this rings true. This like totally rings true. And I always say that to people. It's like, just like religion, like use what real, like rings true to you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and if it doesn't like listen to that too, you know? So if you're listening to this and you're like, this does not sound like, like that, I don't agree with that or whatever, like listen to that. That's fine. But, um, so everything about it rang true for me. And then it was like more just about exploring and learning more and like, where can I go and how can I do this? And, um, and obviously this wasn't like my path. Like I have, I went to UCLA, I have a master's in human resources. Like, well, you do deal with a lot of humans that aren't necessarily with us anymore. So it's human resources (laughs) in a way. Human, former human resources. (laughs) That's a bad joke. I'm that sorry. Bad. I'm sorry, guys. The little... Okay, here we go. We need sound effects. 
But yeah, so I um I kind of just feel like I was called to it and then the more I leaned into it, the more it showed up for me and then kind of from there like built, you know, and and I don't know, I'm, like I said before, but it's like I'm kind of at a age and a place where I'm like, "F it, like let's do it. This is cool and it means a lot and it could help people, so let's do it." Life is for living. Life is for living. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Okay, you guys. Um this has been another fantastic episode. These are the most exciting conversations and Jen's laughing at me. <laughs> Thank so you I'm guys. trying not to laugh. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you guys. And Jen, where can they find you? Um, they can find me at on Instagram. At, oh my God, let's, every time. Let's try <laughs> On Instagram at the.soul.com dot spot all right how about you how about you where can they find you you can find me also on instagram it's my name at nadia thorman n-a-d-i-a-t-h-o-r-m-a-n-n don't forget the other n don't forget the other n and you can uh uh there's links to anything i'm working on because i make stuff and i sell stuff check it out it's real good get some crystals All right, guys. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. Can't wait to talk to you next week. This has been great. We love you. Bye. (laughs) Bye.